0: everyone and welcome to another edition of the Aviation Pros podcast. I'm Joe Petrie, Editorial Director for the Endeavour Aviation Group. The Memphis Shelby County Airport Authority has an extremely important role in the American aviation system. Overseeing Memphis International Airport and two general aviation airports in the region, the Authority isn't just a hub of activity in the South, but a linchpin in the National Cargo System. Terry Blue is the new president and CEO of the Airport Authority, taking over January 1st, replacing industry stalwart and longtime CEO Scott Brockman, who retired at the end of 2023. Terry sat down with me to talk about his new position, his vision for the region, and how he sees Memphis and the industry evolving in the coming decade. Well, Terry, thank you very much for speaking with me today. Really appreciate you taking the time and congratulations on the new position. Uh, I wanted to get a first off talk a little bit more about you and uh, get it to know about how you ended up in this. So tell us, uh, what's your background and how did you end up on the airport management career path?
1: All right. Well, uh, I suppose I ended up in aviation. Uh, I can thank probably my dad and Tom Cruise for that. But, you know, I grew up in the age <laughs> of uh, the first Top Gun. I started out wanting to be a a pilot but um, was entering flight training at one of those cyclical periods when um, pilots were being furloughed and I was quickly running out of money so I needed to reevaluate my plans and probably uh, decided uh, you know maintenance wasn't a thing for me because I couldn't tell you the difference between a Phillips head and a regular head screwdriver so Air traffic uh, at that time was only hiring out of the military. So eventually, by process of elimination, I looked to airport management. Um, An internship with Illinois Division of Aeronautics, followed by my first uh, airport job at uh, Denver International kind of sealed the deal. From there, I went to Denver, uh, Milwaukee, uh, General Mitchell Airport, and um, have been here in Memphis now for the last eight plus years.
0: So tell us a little bit about, you know, it, since you've been in this these positions of varying uh, supervisory roles, uh, tell us about your leadership philosophy and how it shapes your approach to managing Memphis.
1: All right. Well, uh, you got to take care of the people first and foremost. Um, in particular, start with your employees first, um, and then they'll take care of your customers for you. As so many brilliant business people have said over the years, take care of your employees and they'll take care of the customers. That's where it all starts. That's why my focus here at uh, Memphis is essentially on people, purpose and place. Um, People that we need to be, we need to work hard here in Memphis to make sure that we are an employer of choice. Um, Scott Brockman and my predecessors have done that over the years. I intend to carry on uh, uh, that uh, blueprint for success. Um, Our purpose is to deliver on a positively memorable travel experience. And if we've got the right people here, I have all the confidence in the world that we'll be able to do that. And then our places are many facilities that support our, uh, or enable our mission statement. Um, we must responsibly maintain and grow them. Mm-hmm.
0: And you've got to work with a lot of good leaders over all these different roles. Tell me, as you've grown through the ranks, when it comes to how your philosophy has grown, has there been anybody you've, in the industry you've admired or looked up to in your career that you've kind of helped model what you've become?
1: You know joe you mentioned that uh, i've been very blessed uh, in my uh, career to work with and for some truly outstanding people and i could give you a list of 15 different names um i've, I've been um truly blessed so to work for two different um uh, AAAE distinguished service award winners um directly um, barry Baton in milwaukee and scott brockman in memphis both have been amazing mentors uh, to me and each has achieved has achieved success in different ways um, because of their respective circumstances. But uh, Scott, who's done about everything there is to do in airport management during his career, has really shown me how to get engaged in the industry and and what it takes to be successful. And I suppose at the end of the day, at the end of my career, if I can look back, having achieved half of what Scott did, I, I'd say it was a pretty good run. Uh, good man, good boss, just a, a, a true inspiration. and. Uh, Um, He certainly leaves some really big shoes here in Memphis, uh, literally and figuratively uh, to fill.
0: (laughs) That is very true. I mean, it's a very important uh, piece of the aviation industry as a whole. And Scott's a very big, formidable figure in the industry. So tell me now that with this position, I mean, what are the biggest challenges facing the Memphis aviation system today?
1: Okay. Well, Joe, you know, the Airport Authority um, just finished a master plan that looked at um, the future for all three of our airports. Uh, we're, of course, known for Memphis International Airport. We have two general aviation airports as well. That master plan highlighted that which we actually already knew. Our biggest challenge right now is at Memphis International Airport in our terminal and land side facilities. Um, MIM has fully recovered from the pandemic and is currently in growth mode for emplainments. We're quickly running out of vehicle parking space, believe it or not. Plus, we have a 60-year-old terminal building uh, in need of attention, and we probably will touch on that a bit more in depth. So uh, we've really, for the next uh, decade, that's really where we're going to be focusing hard. Um, Of course, there's an awful lot more beyond that, but those are the two big um, major focus areas.
0: And Memphis International. I mean, you can't say that name without immediately thinking cargo. I mean, they're just two, one in the same, but tell me looking forward, how do you anticipate the commercial cargo and business general aviation traffic evolving in the region over the next decade?
1: well um, you are exactly right memphis is synonymous with cargo uh, um as we say around here thank you fedex um uh in part because of them we are the world's second busiest cargo airport but looking ahead i'm extremely bullish on cargo and business aviation uh in this region the business environment in the memphis area is entering something of a renaissance period um one not so small example is Blue Oval City, where Ford Motor Company is building a $6 billion electric vehicle um, plant um, and a vehicle battery factory, uh, less than a one hour drive here from our terminal building. Um, that investment alone is uh, projected to bring over 6,000 new high paying jobs to the Memphis area. There are many more opportunities like that in the pipeline that uh, uh, the Memphis Chamber and the state of Tennessee and some, various other uh, partners are working hard on. Um, All of that business investment in this region will undoubtedly lead to an increase in cargo and business aviation for the region. So um, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, uh, rising tides for the airport uh, into the future.
0: And now Memphis international, uh, you mentioned before the 60 year old terminal, uh, you just finished a master planning process. Tell me a little bit about, uh, this terminal modernization program. What's the scope and need overall? Okay.
1: So, Joe, as you said, our, our building's 60 years old. I think uh, it was um, commemorated or uh, opened in 1963. Um, it's iconic in its architectural features. Uh, people recognize that staggered martini look of our terminal building. Um, but it was built for a time when airplanes had propellers and uh, about 50 seats uh, on them. Um, so our building doesn't it doesn't uh, easily support the larger aircraft and the, the arrival um, flows of the passengers coming through. It's also not very intuitive um, as well. And there are periods of time, uh, especially uh, in the morning when we have our very large outbound departure bank, where we're uh, busting at the seams a little bit for space. Um, it also doesn't accommodate modern passenger processing features uh, that our customers have come to appreciate in more modern airports around the country, like self-tagging backdrop, uh, inline baggage systems, um, uh, um, oh, identity, um, special identity management uh, uh, lanes uh, for security and so forth. But more importantly though, um, Memphis, the city, sits in the new Madrid seismic zone. And our building was not built to seismic resiliency standards um, because, quite frankly, in the early 60s, that wasn't a thing. Um, so, uh, being that our, our building is also 60 years old. It also lacks some of the other modern life safety features like sprinklers. Um, seems like a no-brainer, but that again, that wasn't a thing in the early 60s. Thus, we need to modernize this building to bring it up to modern seismic and life safety um, building codes, while also improving the passenger processing and customer service features. Uh, We also need to make sure that when this project is done, that this building is positioned uh, to support the Memphis travelers for the next 50 years.
0: That those are all very important parts of, uh, overall infrastructure plan. Uh, no fire sprinklers. That's, that's impressive (laughs) that we see that that's, that's the first one I've heard in a while. Um, so that's a good thing that everything's being undertaken on that, on that front. So, and you mentioned a little bit about some of these technology aspects, what kind of role in innovation and technology are going to play in this new terminal besides just the larger physical space and the better building codes?
1: Oh, uh, innovation technology is key. Um, uh, passengers today uh, expect it. Um, anything that, that can ease their um, or simplify their their uh, experience, um, improve their customer um, service experience as well, is key to that. And so, we're always looking for ways to do things better and more efficiently. When we think about this terminal, uh, we are um, contemplating um, some of the newer. Passenger processing um, technologies that we've talked about um, before uh, as part of it. It's just going to be baked into the recipe, if you will. Um, That being said, we are typically not uh, one to um. try the beta versions of things. We tend to be a bit conservative with our limited resources, so uh, we'll let some of our peers uh, do the R&D on some of the real cutting-edge stuff. But um, I, I would expect when we are complete with our terminal project that um, we will be as uh, uh, up-to-date as any airport in the country.
0: And, of course, sustainability is always a big aspect of every uh, airport modernization plan going on, it's something that's been keyed as important for the industry uh, and something we see a lot more. Tell me about some of the sustainability initiatives you're looking to accomplish with the new terminal and just going forward, what some of the goals are for Memphis.
1: Well, but Joe, as I previously mentioned, our uh, master plan um, that we recently completed had an element of sustainability baked into it. Um, though we may not be on the cutting edge of sustainability like some other uh, um, peers in the industry, it is integral to what we do. Our resources are not unlimited, and we must be responsible stewards of our facilities. Thus, we're always exploring ways to integrate things, um, uh, in, uh, sustainable things, into our capital development and into our operations Um, solar is one of the things we're um, really looking at very closely right now as we look at both our terminal project as well as um, some uh, underutilized land around the airport and um, we are looking at a potential future conrec facility on grounds as well those are all obvious sites for uh, solar um, as but one example
0: Mm Interesting. And that's good to see that that's something that's being thought forward for the future generation of what's going to be in Memphis. And with that, too, is just the goals that need to be addressed today. And I hate using the P word pandemic, but I feel I'm always forced still to this day to keep using it. And in this era of the post-pandemic travel, how is the airport looking to evolve to meet the new demand for the region?
1: Well, um, post pandemic, yeah. um, First off, our airport has fully recovered. Um, We are actually outpacing our peak year of 2019 by anywhere from five to 7%. Uh, We're looking for our end of year numbers to um, be very good. Um, That, uh, as you said, um, dictates that we evolve so that we can accommodate um the demands into the future um, our first big step into that was our um, recently opened uh, modernized concourse building um opened february 15th of 22. um it has been a game changer for the memphis airport uh, we are constantly um hearing from our passengers and customers about how impressed they are with the facility with its uh, more spacious um wider um corridors uh, uh, more volume of ceilings um, uh, anywhere you can sit uh, you can plug in Um, so that was kind of our first step Uh, uh, we are of course looking ahead to the terminal modernization project where we want to carry that same um, feel that same energy, that same level of uh, customer experience into the front of house, uh, the the passenger processing area. And of course, we're also looking to ways to enhance our landside and parking experience as well. Uh, we're busting at the seams for vehicle parking, and uh, we need to be able to accommodate that. Uh, I want to make sure that anybody that wants to park at
0: this airport can do so. And there's a lot of Opportunity to grow there and help build uh, some of these experiences for the passengers as they come through the airport, especially in a growth airport like Memphis. Uh, Tell me, what are some of the initiatives you are prioritizing to enhance the overall customer experience as they come through the airport?
1: Well, as previously mentioned, our concourse opening was the first step. Our terminal modernization, um, not to beat that horse, but that's going to be a true game changer for us. But that's going to take some time to develop and um, truly it come to um, fruition Uh, in the short term. I believe there's a lot we can do for passengers with reduced mobilities. Um, I think that um, we are, of course, uh, um, up to code. We meet all the requirements, but um, there's there's meeting the requirements and then there's being truly accessible. And I think we've got some opportunities on that front. And uh, I look forward to working with uh, some of our partners here at the airport to find ways to accommodate that population.
0: Mm -hmm. And as you mentioned before, the authority is more than just Memphis International, you have three different airports that are all impacting the region in their own particular way. Tell me, how does the authority contribute to the local economy in the Memphis region? And what are the future plans you see to help expand that impact?
1: Uh You are right. Uh, We absolutely contribute to the local and regional economy. A University of Memphis uh, um, economic impact study, uh, it's a bit dated now, goes back to 2017, so the numbers will um, differ, Um, but uh, it pegged Memphis International Airport of having a total economic impact of $19 billion. Um, one of the largest economic engines in the entire region. Um, so we take that um, very seriously. We recognize that uh, we are an engine to this uh, um, this uh, region. Um, we need to continue to push that. That means being able to support our cargo and airline partners um, so that um, Uh, they're able to come and go as they um, need, um, that we have the facilities to support their operations. What's good for them is good for us. Um, Secondly, we have some, in my opinion, some underutilized assets uh, here at the airport. So our team is right now looking at ways to leverage those underutilized assets to, um, again, help buoy the uh, economy here in Memphis.
0: And it's great to see a lot of the uh, goals being met on the local level and the focus on there. But, you know, we're also an industry that has some very strong associations with some incredible thought leadership out there with some people doing some great things. Tell me, what are some of the trends in airport management space you are most excited about from the industry and you want to bring to the authority?
1: Well, um, you're exactly right uh this industry uh relatively small has some truly amazing professionals in it that are really out there um um, on the cutting edge and and true leaders uh, in every sense of the word um i'm i'm privileged to know so many of them and um you're seeing a lot of focus of course on um the customer the passenger um making sure that um, the airport facilities are there to support them in every way to make sure that their um, experience in the airports is as seamless um, and smooth and and positive as possible. That's a a mission uh, we're 100% behind as well. Technology is going to be key to that. Um, One of the things uh, out there that is, you can't hardly turn on the television or radio without hearing about AI um machine learning and and um is going to be uh, really a driving force in my opinion in um passenger processing in customer service in security and operations just doing things better faster cheaper and uh um also looking ahead to the future um the uh, airport industry uh, you mentioned all those great leaders that are out there but uh, there's an awful lot of focus on developing the next generation and uh, i think we owe that we we need to pay it forward uh, as you asked me earlier i've been blessed to have some outstanding mentors um that, that paved the way for me and uh um, it'd be responsible for me not to do the same to the next generation
0: that's always positive to hear in this industry because it, like you said, it's so small, uh, and it's great to see when people are willing to pay it forward because it's it's so it's such an important aspect of what we need going forward. And on that same tune, I have a couple of questions for you that I'm looking to round out more with our airport leadership across North America because uh, I like to see how each of you guys tick and i think it's important for everybody to know a little bit more what's going on underneath the hood to that so my first question on this front is i would like to know tell me what makes your team at the memphis airport authority the best in the industry
1: well joe every one of my peers uh um uh, knows that they've got the best team in the industry i just happen to be right um no it's uh um The first team, uh, as my predecessor Scott Brockman coined, um, are truly some of the most passionate, um, driven individuals I've ever had the privilege to work with. Uh, They are here at the drop of a hat when you need it. Um, They understand the role that Memphis International and all three of our airports play in this region, this economy. You know, uh, of course we support air transportation, but we also know that if, we're not here on christmas night keeping our runways open and clear that um perhaps uh, um, uh, santa claus doesn't deliver uh, um, his package on one of those big purple and white beautiful fedex jets so um, we know that this airport uh, um, plays a significant role in not only this region but this national economy and um, that's ingrained in every one of my team members and so what, what what is my focus? It's the same as my predecessors. Take care of the team. Uh, taking care of our 320 passionate, dedicated individuals on this team is job number one for me. Um, they're, the, they're the airport authority isn't a a, uh, um, a certificate on the wall. It's not a, a square um, foot of concrete or a vertical piece of brick or something. It really is the people that, that make this machine work. And, uh, that is my focus always will be
0: as we're at the beginning of the year. Tell me what are your main priorities as a director you want to accomplish in 2024
1: well. I've got to get some uh, projects kicked off and make sure that they are pointed in the right direction for success. Um, We've talked about terminal modernization. We're currently analyzing um, a consolidated rental car facility. We also um, need to make sure we can handle parking um, uh, constraints we're dealing with as well. And I need to make sure that my team, um, one of the best in the industry is equipped in every way they need to be to um deliver on those goals Um, so on the capital side that's where it's focused on the um, business side of the house i need to make sure that we remain competitive that our business partners both airline and cargo alike are able to count on memphis as a place to operate um efficiently effectively and profitably Um, and that our customers here in memphis choose memphis Uh, we recognize that um, we're competing with interstates, and we want them to choose their airport, Memphis International Airport. So those, that's really where the mindset is.
0: You mentioned a lot of technology out there that's starting to change the industry. As somebody in your position, what technology or industry trend do you think will have the biggest impact on North America airports in the next five years?
1: Well, it, it, in my mind, it, it's got to be machine learning or some variant thereof, right? Um, it it is poised to touch everything we do, whether it is operational um, processes, security processes, business processes. Um, It uh, um, is going to uh, no doubt improve the customer experience at this airport and every other airport. So um, it's of course in its infancy in some respects and it's uh, evolving um, exponentially. Um, But I believe that as we look um, to, North American airports over the next five years. Um, the role that um, AI or machine learning is going to play is just going to be, um, it's hard to fathom where that will, where that will go. It's, um, again, it's gonna be integral to everything. Mm-hmm.
0: And my last question for you today, I know you're new to the position, but where do you wanna see the Memphis Airport Authority go in the next 10 years?
1: The Airport Authority um, will continue on its mission of um, uh, supporting a positively memorable travel experience and ensuring that all of our partners um, are able to um, achieve their goals here in
0: Memphis, that we're able to support um, the community that we serve. Terry, thank you very much for your time today. Uh, again, congratulations on the position and looking forward to hearing all the exciting things happen with the new terminal in Memphis and just seeing where things take you in the future and some of the things you're able to accomplish in your tenure.
1: Joe, thank you very much. It's been a, been a pleasure.
0: Thanks again for listening to today's podcast. To hear more from the most important leaders shaping the industry, make sure to subscribe to the Aviation Pros podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever else find podcasts are found. And make sure to subscribe to the Airport Business Newsletter and Magazine, the media brands behind Aviation Pros podcast. I'm Joe Petrie. We'll catch you next time.